This is The Final Siren on ABC Grandstand Digital and online. Hello, welcome to The Final Siren. Grandstand's look back at round three of the AFL season as heard on ABC Grandstand across the weekend. Matt Lynch to talk you through all the results. Essendon with a win to remember after two days of intense media pressure with their coach, James Hurd. Sydney sent a strong statement to the rest of the competition. The Cats continued their good start to the season. The Hawks with a smashing and a showdown of the highest quality to complete the round. ABC Grandstand Digital's The Final Siren. We start our look back at the weekend's footy with Friday night from Subiaco Oval. After allegations surrounding James Hurd from former sports scientist Stephen Dank, questions were being asked whether Hurd should step down with an ongoing investigation. The Bombers took to the field against the Dockers and recorded a historic win. From the throw-in, Bell Chambers in front, down to Watson, shakes the tackle, hand pass back to Heppel, snaps the goal! They've kicked seven in a row, Essendon! Kicks inside the attacking 50, main marks on the run, heads into the open goal and puts Fremantle back in front with his third. Myers kicks inside 50, Hurley marks. Gee, he wants to go, vacant goal square and puts it through, the Bombers are back in front. Pavlich gathers, sweeps the hand pass out to Daniel Pierce from 40 out, had the goal at his mercy and misses to the left. We're locked up, scores level. Ryder, hand pass away to Cramery, kicks into oncoming traffic, now Ryder a chance for himself, arcs around and kicks the goal! Paddy Ryder has put the Bombers in front at the 29 minute mark of the final term. Mundy, he can't take the bouncing footy, picked up by Duffield, he'll wobble a kick towards goal, vacant goal square and it hits the left hand goal post. Minor score, Bombers lead is 5 points, 30 gone, final term. Loops a hand pass over the top and just whacks it forward to Clancy Pierce. Kicks into oncoming traffic. Punched away from the back by Travis Collier. Straight into the path of Hill. Got a kick away. Chance for Main for the win. Hits the post. Main's hit the post. It's four points the margin. <laughs> You've got to love this game. Oh, the agony or the ecstasy. It's agony at the moment for the Dockers. Leaping up the ball. Can't pick it up. There's Goddard. Hand passes out to Stanton. Anywhere will do. What a win! A win of true character by the Essendon Football Club. It will be a response to remember for a team under enormous pressure. One of the best wins in their history. Essendon celebrate to a man and they converge in the middle of Subiaco. Victorious by four points. Essendon 10-12-72. Fremantle 9-14-68. The Bombers prevailing by four points. The thoughts of coach James Hurd after a turbulent couple of days. Look, I think I've said on a number of occasions, and particularly in pre-season when this broke, the, the quality of training and the high level of their training uh, has been has been outstanding and it's been unexpected. Um, and they've taken that into games. And uh, you, you've seen tonight again the quality of their play. Um, so extremely proud, extremely proud of the captain. Um, Joe Watson is just an incredible person who continues to lead his players um, with a lot of help. But the, the pride he has in his jumper and his footy club is something to, you know, something to get a smile on. On Saturday, North Melbourne hosted Sydney from Tasmania. The Swans with two wins over the expansion clubs, while North Melbourne had been narrowly beaten by the Pies and the Cats. 
the reigning premiers with a dominant third term, which sent a resounding message to the rest of the competition. Gibson's wrapped up, Goods had him, now a chance for Bolton, he's kicked two already, the veteran, he's kicked three. To McMillan, they're inside the 50, Harper this way and that, gets past one, McVeigh ran him down just as he was trying to kick, but they get a goal anyway. It spills though to the advantage of McGlynn, he runs past a couple, shot on goal. And Ben McGlynn has kicked the opening goal of the third term for the Swans. Mumford was there, it spills to McGlynn, Mullet's got him again, but he gets it to McVeigh around the body. The skipper for the Swans has kicked a very, very good goal. McGlynn on the turnaround, kicked for goal, touched or is it? Wait for the call, it is a goal. And here goes Jeddah from 40, Jeddah kicks a goal. That was good in towards centre half forward, here's another one from Jude Bolton. He dribbled it along the ground and it rolled and it went through for a goal. Bolton has four. There's a quick kick by Sam Wright. Oh, towards centre wing. And it's that Petrie up from half forward. The big fella takes a mark, kicks it forward. Hanson will take it and he'll run. Hanson will it bounce for him at will. He runs away from Robert Thompson and he kicks a goal. Finally, it's Gibson, the hand pass to Wells who released McMillan with some space and he just drives long towards the goal. How will it bounce? It bounces through. The spoil came from Atlee. Reed at ground level for the Swans. Hand pass back to Kennedy. 70 from goal goes wider to Goods who chips it into the pocket and O'Keefe takes the mark. Ryan O'Keefe in game number 260. The kick is on its way and Ryan O'Keefe splits the middle. As the hand pass from Parker was a good one, freed up Kennedy who lays it off to the run of Hanabry who cruises inside 50 to left footer and finishes with a delightful goal. That is class football from the Swans and there's the siren here at Bell Reeve. Sydney, 38 point winners, 2011-131 to North Melbourne, 13-14. 92. Sydney too strong, winning by 39 points. At the MCG, Melbourne were looking for a better effort after a smashing from the Dons last week by 148 points. They hosted the West Coast Eagles and for at least a half, Mark Neild would have been happy with the performance. But from there, the Eagles simply took over. It's a bouncing ball at half forward. Emily reads it best, it sits up beautifully for him and he goes for home and he slams it through. No one can win that ruck contest. Here's Howe from an extraordinary angle. Don't tell me! It's four in a row for the Demons. He's kicked a magical goal. Wants to play quickly. Embley has the jump. Oh, Howe! Oh, call air traffic control! He's done it again! The bunny hop approach from 53. He lines it up and he celebrates before it even gets there. Nobody going to take the mark, Lacroix, Roving, Marston, right foot kick around the body from 48 metres towards the goal skier. Darling can shepherd it through and does! Eagles mean business! Sinclair, the big fella has good dexterity below his knees and he picks it up in the right foot pocket and snaps a terrific goal! Short kick again out wide, this time to tap Scott, who off the one step goes bang for the D's. And they get their first of the third quarter. He's looking to get around his opponent in Garland, and he does, and he kicks to the top of the goal square. Can they get a mark from behind? Darling slams it home. D, the Eagles are threatening again through Kennedy. Don't tell me it's goal number five. It's five for Kennedy. It's ten for the quarter for the Eagles. Marston to Emily to Gaff, who closes to 48, and he slams it home. It's carnage at the MCG. Mark Lacroix to the city end. He kicked the first for the Eagles this afternoon and he makes it two. From the impossible angle, he steps around 
And the Eagles are showing no mercy. He celebrates with a gigantic smile. For a gigantic man, the margin is 85. Darling gathers, spins, goes for home. Oh, what a way to finish Jack Darling. Goal number five, sensational stuff. Just hacks it inside 50, siren sounds. And West Coast is on the board in 2013. After a close first half, the Eagles crushed the Demons by 94 points. West Coast just short of the ton, winning by 94 points. This is what Adam Selwood had to say to the grandstand team after the win. We've had some patches uh, throughout the season so far where we've played really good footy um, in the first two games as well. So it was just a matter of uh, knowing what we had to do, run hard and... Um, you know, we knew the momentum was going to change at one stage and we just had to uh, make the most of it. And I think, you know, obviously that third quarter, kicking 11 goals, um, it really put the sting out of the game. In the twilight match on Saturday, GWS hosted St Kilda and in a horrible result for the Giants, their number one draft pick from 2011, Jonathan Patton suffered a season-ending injury. He's saying it's not a minor score. He's going to bounce it up or ball it up right in the square. Now, Patton's, yeah, yeah. Pattinson's down, and we know that he is. Patton has got a lot of knee injury, and he's in all sorts of trouble at the moment, guys. That would be a massive loss, wouldn't it, Shannon? He's, he's holding uh, his left knee. Yeah, he's still lying on the ground. Two trainers are surrounding him. He tried to break away from the tackle. It might have been Reese Stanley, was it? Perhaps that came over the top of Patton. Well, he knows, too. And he dragged him down and uh, caught his, it might be his left knee under his body very awkwardly. And on the replay on the big screen here at Monica, immediately threw his head back in a lot of agony. So this would be a huge blow, Aaron, for one of their star forwards. Well, that's, uh, that's football. So uh, they're the, uh, the tough riggers of an AFL career. It's just all about having everything sort of going nicely for you. Um, it's a challenge for the young man. He's always already had an operation on his other leg. And this is um, an injury to his good leg. So uh, it's just unfortunate. It was an important game for the Saints as they finally opened their account for season 2013. Nice short pass, Milne the lead, takes the mark, 40 out, almost directly in front. Good setup by the Saints. He'll kick from 45, as I say, just off centre, decides to launch into it, doesn't mind it, in fact, likes it a lot. Rewalt from 30 metres, almost directly in front, kicks it, goal, the goal up by barely moves. Giants players fall over the top of themselves, comes out the back, this time for the oh, Saints. Yeah. It's Armitage, I think <laughs> it has. Got the free uh, handball out the back, wasn't protected. Perfect side for the left footer. A chance to score, maybe. Hampton thumps it very long. Patton at the back of the pack, sets himself big, John. Can't complete the mark, but it'll be first to the footy. Will he, will he kick the goal off the ground? He just gets booked the ball. The Giants kick a goal. Brogan, deliberate shot on goal. He's going to kick straight through the drop punt rather than try and bend the banana. He kicks. It looks pretty good. Oh. Brogan's kicked it from the boundary line. Stephen crosses 50, kicks for goal towards the Monica end. The goal umpire says it sure is. Six more points to the Saints. They get their eighth, they get their half century. Brogan now from a very short distance out has kicked his second. Gee, I'd like to beat the races with Aaron Lord. He doesn't miss. Smith for the Giants has a couple of bounces, runs towards 50, kicks long, kicks through, kicks a goal. Wrong side for the left footer, but he's a genuinely beautiful kicker of the football, this boy Jeremy Cameron. Short into the kick, kicks it true. Over the back it comes to Lee. Can Lee run in and kick his first goal in league football? He can from 15 metres out. Off there to Whitfield. Lovely handball, Whitfield. Devin Smith from 40 metres will bring the house down. If they're a bit closer, we might have a really good game of footy. 
with the crowd bringing the Giants along for the ride. Doesn't waste any time, the big fella kicks it and kicks true. He gets another one. Giants go back to back in the final turn. And all of a sudden we're back down to 39 points. Malera does well from 55, spins around and spots nice. up Armitage. Beautiful kick. Good early work by the Giants in this quarter. has been undone a little bit by that goal from David Armitage. Four goals. Jones Good fakes skill. to handball to Del Santo, runs to 60 metres, looks for Saad. Maester comes in, maybe got in the way, but it spills to Big Nick. And Big Nick buries a goal, running into it from 20 metres out directly in front. Rewalt gets his second. Chance now for the Giants. Siren sounds in the background. Game is over. St Kilda win by 72. 21 goals, 14, 140. GWS 10-8-68. The Saints go marching in at Marnica. St Kilda by 72 points. Grandstand spoke to small forward Stephen Milne after the win. Yeah, any, win, any win's a good win. And, uh, you know, I've been under the pump the last couple of weeks, but to come out tonight like we did was uh, you know, a very pleasing effort. On Saturday night from Docklands, Geelong faced Carlton. Mick Moldhouse still looking for his first win as coach of the Blues, but it was an impressive performance from the Geelong side. Chance for the Blues here, but that was a chance already for Judd. All comes down to Lucas. Hand pass back to Scotland. Last year's BNF. Their left foot snap for goal. Couldn't believe it. They've kicked one. It's at 50. Ricochets into the pocket. Now Buckley with his first kick. Oh. has kicked a goal. His first kick in AFL football is a goal. He goes with a flat kick towards the top of the square. Spoils come. Front of the pack. Big Great tackle. Pack, holding the ball. Three kicks and the Cats. Smets with a shot at goal. Such an important kick here for the Cats. And Smets does do the business. Tui slaps it out straight to Duncan. Duncan's kick towards, full forward at the back, lurking, Motlop should pick up the loose foot, he does, snaps got. Very kindly to Hawkins, the kick to full forward, the one-handed mark to Taylor in the goal square. Harry Taylor, the defender, kicks it into the super boxes here at Docklands and gives Geelong the lead. Motlop, up to Hawkins who ducks a tackle, snaps the goal and it bounces home. Podsy Adley kicks out of defence, it comes to Carazzo, chance here for Murphy, he lines them up and kicks a great goal! From about 40 metres out, the skipper Mark Murphy. From the stoppage, a chance for Smets, who runs on a miss in the goal square and slams it home! To cut the margin to 17 points, Hampson from 20 metres out straight in front has kicked the goal! To make it 10 points, Dennis Armfield, he has kicked it. And the Blues are up and about. And Geelong have stopped to an absolute walk. Fires away the hand pass to Christensen. No good. It pitches short of him. But he gathers hand pass in. And Motlop goes for goal. It might win the game. He nails it from 45 metres. Just four to the wing. Short pass to the skipper who takes it. Geelong in front by 16. And that's it. The Cats got a scare. But as they always seem to do... They get the four points and they continue on. The Cats too strong, winning by 16 points. Here were the thoughts of Carlton coach Mick Moldhouse after the match. I'm not disappointed in the attitude or the effort. I think uh, what we let ourselves down in is five or seven minutes, a quarter, a half. And that's what's happened in the, the pattern has been over three games. We've just allowed the opposition to take a, a firm hold of those Vital minutes. Also on Saturday night, it was the Q clash from the Gold Coast as the Suns and the Brisbane Lions did battle and it went right down to the wire. Despite a late comeback from the Suns, Brisbane held on to win by two points.
Jonathan Brown with five goals, winning the Marcus Ashcroft medal for best on ground. The thoughts of Brisbane coach Michael Voss. We just made some errors that, you know, we need to make sure we clean up. Almost like forgot how to win and, um, you know, sort of see the desperation of the four points and how much it means to you and, and you make some errors. And unfortunately, we just let, uh, you know, through their good play too, we, we just let them back into the game and just gave them little windows and they just went straight through it, kicked their goals in a hurry and... You know, we find ourselves under the pump. So, But to, for him to fight through that, I thought was outstanding. While some positive signs for Guy, McKenna and the Suns, but still not the points they were after. They probably own more of the footy, so probably the result we had, we had opportunities, of course, and didn't take them, and we probably gave them too, too many opportunities, and they, they clearly took those. Coming up on the final, Siren, Richmond and the Western Bulldogs from Docklands. A big win for the Hawks against the top four side, and showdown number 34, a thriller from Football Park. ABC Grandstand Digital is now more mobile than ever with the new ABC Radio app. Available for both iPhone and Android, this is a simple, intuitive app for radio on the go. It even lets you access digital radio right across the country. So to hear the best of ABC Grandstand on your phone, download the app now. It's ABC Radio anywhere, anytime. For more details, visit abc.net.au slash radio. On Grandstand Digital. The Final Siren. Welcome back to The Final Siren. Matt Clinch with you for Grandstand AFL. The winners so far, Essendon coming from behind to beat the Dockers, Sydney, West Coast, Geelong and the Lions so far for round three. On Sunday, Richmond had won their first three games for the first time in 16 years. They face the Western Bulldogs at Docklands, looking to build on their impressive start. Marriage over the top, straight into the lap of Delidio, who bursts out of the middle. A goal from the opening bounce, there's nobody in the square. And home it goes, the quickest goal you've ever seen. It took nine seconds. Conker marks, puts it out towards the city wings. It's great by the Tigers, and yet they trail. And Rant's a long kick to Revolt, who marks. 25 out, not far off centre. He kicks his first for the day. And the Tigers in front. King tried to get in there and win it. Cochin does. He wedges out a kick near the top of the oh, square. Oh, what a mark. Going with the oh, no, he's, oh, he's played it. Has oh, taken the had... mark. Oh, oh. Dustin Martin, set shot, 52 metres out. Oh, he launches it with a glorious drop punt into the crowd. He, no, he's kicked it to Frankston. <laughs> the hand pass through to McGuan, who snaps from about 15 metres. Tight angle, kicks the goal. Griffin, some sort of hand pass going forward. John Syracuse out to Cooney in the pocket. He takes the shot and kicks a badly needed goal for the Bulldogs. Memo Bulldogs. Martin is number four. <laughs> well, what's the, at what stage... At what stage do you look at the game and think this bike might be having an impact on the, on the game? Running onto it is Cochin, runs into trouble, a dead end. He's slung a ground, it spills to Edwards, who snaps the ball from in front. Hand pass over the top to Hawley, who hit it running. Bang from 48. What a move by the Tigers. Now Cooney swivels the hips, gets out of a would-be tackle, and hooks for goal and kicks a magnificent goal. King rises. He looks to Delidio, who got forward of the play. He marks and plays on. He can run within range here. Two bounces to reach the perimeter of 50, and he calmly lobs it through for a long goal. McGuan is there, right on cue, picked up a half volley. Hand pass to Revolt, long range snap is a goal. Griffin's on the run from 51 metres. He slams it for goal and has nailed it. He bounces the ball to Dahlhouse. Goes the Dahlhouse rock. 
but he kicks it, not long enough, it bounces in the goal square, actually got through for a goal, it was long enough. The Tigers have not started a season like this since 1995, and that ended with a trip to September. It's Richmond by 67 points, 20 goals, 15, 135, over the Western Bulldogs, 10-8-60. The Tigers with a dominant performance, winning by 67 points. At the MCG on Sunday, over 70,000 fans rolled in to watch two top four sides do battle as Collingwood and Hawthorne faced off. Despite a strong start from the Pies, it was a sizzling second half from the Hawks, winning by 55 points, which had coach Alistair Clarkson smiling post-match. They were perhaps dominating the game, but we managed to just crawl back with a, a bit of inside 50 ascendancy in the last part of the quarter, score a couple of goals, get us within a point or so at, at half-time, and... Uh, I just thought that um, yeah, we hadn't played anywhere near our best footy in the first half. To be so close was an advantage for us. Um, if we could just maintain our, uh, our push into the end of the second half, I thought it gave us a great chance to win the game, in, in my view. In the final match of the round, showdown 34 from Football Park, as Port Adelaide took on the Crows. The power starting the season 2-0 and zero under new coach Ken Hinckley, while the Crows had split their results so far. Jenkins trying to get a run to it, couldn't do so. Jonas brought it down. John Cock the Kramer kicks to the advantage. Petrenko's going to dive and take the mark. Hand pass over the top to Walker. The fresh airy, but kicks the goal. So Walker will have to kick every bit of 50 metres. In comes Big Tex. Leans back on it. And he gets there. Walker has three. And Adelaide have Port Adelaide on the ropes. There are no short passes. He's committed to the shot on goal. Justin Westhoff comes in. It's pretty good. Well, that might spark Port Adelaide into life. Jacobs got it down. Vince over the top of the hand pass. Mitchell. Westhoff! Oh, he's done it. The big man's done it. Port Adelaide trail by as much as 31 points. This is to bring them within single digits. The kick from Wines is on its way and it's through. Picked it up on the bounce. Hand pass away to Boat. The skipper from just inside 50. He's kicked it. Boat kicks his third goal. He's single-handedly lifting Port Adelaide. In the air, the ball swatted to Wingard. He snaps a goal. Miracle goal. Knocks to Broadbeat who kept on running. Higgins to Wingard. Wingard runs. Wingard's at 45. Wingard kicks towards goal. Wingard's got two. He'll kick as far as he can. Schultz is the target. In a wrestle. Westhoff came from the side. The one-two combination. Crows out of the middle. Booney Vince to half forward. Well tapped on by Walker. Here comes Douglas. Douglas kicks a goal. Don't write the Crows off, folks. Ebert picks it up. Gives it to Lobie. Kick inside the 50. There's three unmarred Port Adelaide players. If Montfries gets to his feet, he can hand pass a certain goal. Ollie Wines from the goal line, kicks the goal. Sloan picks it up for the Crows. Hand pass to Otten. Now to Dangerfield. Puts the foot down. Can the number 32 finish with a goal? It's on the siren and it's there. Dangerfield kicks the goal, but it's going to be too little, too late. And showdown 34 will go the way of the Port Adelaide Football Club. Port Adelaide with an impressive win by nine points. The thoughts of midfielder Chad Wingard after the match. We're all pretty pumped. Um, three in a row is massive for the start of the season. So um, we had three goals come to the game and we executed them and stuck to our structure and that's got us over the line. So that's round three of the AFL done and dusted. If we have a look at the ladder, Essendon still sit on top after their big win over Melbourne in round two. From Port Adelaide, Sydney, Richmond and Geelong, 
all unbeaten so far in season 2013. Hawthorne, Fremantle and Collingwood are 3-2. and two. Just outside the top eight, one win and two losses. St Kilda, West Coast, Adelaide, the Western Bulldogs, the Gold Coast Suns and the Brisbane Lions. While Carlton, North Melbourne, GWS and Melbourne are yet to register a win so far this season. If we turn an eye towards the Coleman medal for the leading goal kicker so far for the competition, Josh Kennedy from the West Coast Eagles after five goals against the Demons is on 12 goals, as is Lindsay Thomas from North Melbourne and Jack Revolt from the Tigers. Round four of the AFL kicks off on Friday night from the SCG, as two unbeaten sides go head-to-head with Sydney taking on Geelong. Then on Saturday from Tasmania, it's Hawthorne up against Fremantle. At the MCG, Richmond take on Collingwood. In the twilight match, St Kilda and the Bombers do battle. Then on Saturday night from the Gold Coast, it's the Suns up against Port Adelaide and West Coast face the Blues from Subiaco Oval. On Sunday, Melbourne and the Giants from the MCG. Adelaide face the Western Bulldogs from Football Park and North Melbourne up against the Brisbane Lions from Docklands to conclude round four. That's all we've got time for on The Final Siren. Until next Monday, it's bye for now.